Okay, this is uh, Truths episode four. Um, again, spontaneous as per usual in the kitchen. I was watching a, a couple of videos, political opposition, the bog standard kind of YouTube um, controlled up, and uh, I was kind of inspired to make another video, I guess. And uh, I, I want to open with this whole notion, which seems to be adopted by people that are seemingly aware beyond that of the average um uh, let's say commentator, political commentator, or controlled up. Um, who knows which side they're on? Uh, there are obviously a lot of people because it's basic logic that are employed to give the illusion that they are, um, you know, on your side, on your team. When realistically speaking, they gain a paycheck each and every year from who knows CIA, police, whatever. You know, it's the same principle in essence as having an undercover poli undercover police officer or someone going undercover in a restaurant to check on their health and safety standards. Um, there's no reason why the majority of people on these mainstream platforms in positions of authority wouldn't be controlled by the state. The state allows people to exist on the internet, we must remember, or any form of... of, of, of uh, public platform uh, they can remove as i'm sure everyone that listens to this is aware uh, anyone whom they wish uh, to, to remove instantaneously um, you know you'll you'll be demonetized you'll be um, censored uh, your video would be uh, you know it won't be uh, aligned to whatever policy that they throw at you uh, it'll be called hate speech or this that, and the next without going on a tangent you understand what i'm saying so my point is, when I hear people defending uh, characters like Donald Trump as some kind of bastion of defense against the evil, it's so absurd to me. I mean, these individuals that seem to have an understanding of masonry and have an understanding of how the world truly operates with, you know, satanic pedophiles that exist in every echelon of the world. And if you don't believe that, by the way, um, I would recommend really sitting down and even inputting those keywords into alternative platforms like BitChute and Odyssey. And also, to go on a triple tangent, uh, when I uh, refer to the alternative platforms, they are no doubt controlled as well. However, for the time being, they are allowing freedom of speech for whatever purpose they have. Um, who knows what it is? Maybe they just want to condense all the truly aware individuals into one platform so that they can uh, understand to a better extent what it is that drives us or how to curb us. But realistically speaking, the very platform that you're watching this on uh, now, no doubt, um, all the so-called alternative platforms, by the laws of logic, are indeed controlled by the state as well. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist. Uh, returning, however, to, um, I, I think I've forgotten my second tangent, but the primary one being this idea, this notion that people, like I said, can understand that the world is clearly corrupted beyond all comprehension, and yet they still believe that there is the possibility that someone can gain presidency, which of course we know to be utterly meaningless anyway, and have the, have the population to the, uh, you know, uh, as their primary driving factor in, in, in politics. You know, it's absolutely ludicrous none of these people are these people are placed in their positions of authority um from 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 the off from day one if we look at a political party okay so let's say the uk where i'm from labor or conservative or liberal and in the us republican conservative or republican democrat sorry um 
to to be elected in the first place you have to be elected to the party so you are chosen by the party itself and the party is funded and lobbied into governance by corporations who fund both sides of the agenda two wings of the same bird is the term applied to uh, to, to everything uh, realistically speaking everything that has uh, mainstream power whether it's you know fox news versus cnn republicans versus democrats they're all owned and operated by the same people i mean it would be ludicrous for anything any other system to exist when you have infinite capital and these people have infinite capital and that's another uh, conversation i really want to look at how people seem to always analyze things economically and seem to think of things as being a financial detriment to companies and therefore why would companies almost dig their own grave economically speaking but these companies are all owned by the same individual this is an objective fact and and i'm sure people google what i'm about to say and which in itself is ludicrous because google is controlled by the status quo but i'll say it anyway and i can actually provide the resources undertaken by genuine independent journalists and truthful economists that blackrock which is owned now by vanguard unofficially speaking absorbed in may 2021 BlackRock and Vanguard prior to the absorption, and they were probably owned and operated by the same individuals from the off anyway, because this, that would contradict my opinion. Um, they own 90-something percent of all corporations in the world, and they no doubt own more, but those are the ones that can be officially linked to one another, okay? And all these subsidiaries. So Vanguard is a Rothschild enterprise. Now, these are the people that literally own and create and print money. So the whole Federal Reserve System, um, which every kind of... I don't want to say conspiracy is a term that was created in the 60s or, or at least boosted in the 60s as a means by which to really truly curb opposition um, it's, it's, you know it's that it's that little spark that seems to turn and switch people off every time it's mentioned um but uh you know if you have the capacity to print money if you control the federal reserve system or any national minting press you know in essence now with a digitized currency coming into place fast and swift it's just an extra digit on the computer. Someone is responsible for that. You know, though things are conducted primarily by AI now, someone still has the authority to literally add an extra nine decimal places to someone's bank statement. It's really that easy. Nobody's watching these people. <laughs> they are the power. No one watches the power. No one watches when you're at the top. Uh, and it's the same with physical capital. You know, who's to say that you, if you've got the technology to print capital, which goes back hundreds of years, you know the physical banknotes and you know the coins that we use you can print infinite amounts of capital therefore the capital that you possess is infinite if you are backed by those that produce it right so all the corporations being backed by uh, you know uh, vanguard and blackrock who are in essence owned by the most powerful individuals in the world that go back hundreds and hundreds of years objectively speaking um it, they're backed by infinite capital therefore there is no economic um impact uh, that, that that would affect their agenda as such um but returning to the whole Trump thing, I just find it really ludicrous how people can be aware. I mean, there, there must be really something truly wrong in people's brains that they're unconscious about, because many of the people I'm referring to here are very honest-looking souls. You know, they there are there are of course the controlled up, but some of them are just really honest people that do have. Um, a deeper level of knowledge when it comes to, you know, the, the kind of deep state and, the, and the, the, the true politics of how the world operates. And yet they simultaneously still stand by, simultaneously, sorry, still stand by the notion that you can elect a truthful leader into society. 
what is happening there? It's, of course, really nice to be positive and you can be positive about things and have power over your life in a positive way, uh, irrespective of the political system. Um, and that's really where you should you should really uh, you know, place the, the vast majority of your attention. So, for instance, things like travel, things like the food that you eat, um, you know, things like, uh, you know, perhaps sharing an allotment with someone and producing your own uh, vegetables, your own food as a whole. And of course, being out in the fresh air, which is tantamount to a healthy lifestyle, a healthy mental state that combined with traveling, you know, you're opening up your mind to things that you cannot experience by sitting in a kind of insular society conforming to the standardized approach to life, which is what most people do, right? You know, they have their nine to five jobs and they get up and they socialize and interact with other people that they know that are doing the nine to five jobs. And then they go to the same restaurants because, I mean, realistically speaking, you can only travel so far in your periphery. And most of the restaurants, especially in places like the United States, um, in order to just survive economically, again, irrespective of the, the, the political opinions and the morality of the owners um, the food that is going to be served is going to be filled with all kinds of sugars and stuff like that again irrespective of the morality of the owners it's just the most cost effective way to stay in business so everything is bad for you unless you take the conscious steps to ensure that you are producing and researching and doing all these things for yourself you know, you can trust somebody, you know, someone can be a really nice person. I think that in itself is, um, is deceptive, you know, putting trust in kindness is, is an absurdity because kindness is irrelevant to, to truth in the sense, you know, you can be a kind old lady, you know, giving out apples every day, not knowing that those apples are sprayed with all kinds of, you know, pesticides and other, other chemical elements. It's, you know, that's where I think people get confused. They always put the, as, you know, as is a positive in a way, but it, it doesn't always pay out, you know, putting your trust in people that seem kind. Um, you know, you have to do the research, you have to put effort in. Um, and again, and relating to that, I've always found it quite comical how people seem to end education uh, when they're told to end education. I, education is almost seen as you start when you're a child, you know, you end in your, your late teens and then you have the option to go to university and graduate and even do advanced courses. But then it ends when you go to work. Education should never end. It should only be accelerated. Um, you know, having attained the, the mechanisms when you're younger to be able to research and, and, and produce data and all this kind of stuff it should encourage people to spend more time, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But of course, it's a slave system whereby, uh, you know, time is, is the biggest commodity of all. And it's the most valuable thing. And people literally sacrifice their time every single day, a commodity more valuable to gain a commodity, uh, which is less valuable. Uh, you know, I always find it funny how, you know, people will spend like 10 hours a day, let's say in a, in a finance job, uh, making money to then invest in uh, gold or silver or any other commodity when time itself is the most valuable thing. Um, and of course, you know, if people are spending X amount of time working nine to five, doing a pointless job that really doesn't bring them anything of value aside from just capital in order to purchase things that they could actually often do themselves if they spent that time in their garden producing those vegetables instead of spending time doing, you know, uh, data sheets to, to then have to go to the supermarket to buy a product which is less valuable than what they could have just produced themselves with their bare hands, right? It's completely uh, bizarre and balmy. Um, 
and I'm not contradicting myself, you know, I think we can all talk and we can all have a tangent and we can all have an understanding. But if you live life by your own rules, that's always the best. And I'm not saying that I live my life 100% by the rules, but I certainly do to a far greater degree than most people. Um, I think um, without going into what I do exactly, I essentially just travel around the world. And, and, uh, and I think once you understand that and this of course doesn't work for everyone i think you have to be an eu uk or us national for it to work i mean as countries which are economically let's say more um uh, powerful than each of the other states you can live mobile um with an understanding of how to to gain capital uh with with without actually working in essence you can use the word investment you can use whatever but essentially if you understand tech uh, and you have a uk you know eu us passport north american passport it's, it's very easy um and that's why i honestly discourage people to to you know to live a standardized approach to existence you know getting a paycheck from month to month because people again are often deceived by uh, figures themselves you know making money uh, a higher salary is actually worth less than a salary that's a hundred percent less but without the work itself right so example if you don't have to work and you're traveling in countries where you know the cost of living is is, is minimal but you're getting paid in us dollars or uk uh, gbp or euro or, or swiss franc and you're making let's say fifteen thousand dollars which to anyone in the us because you're living in a country which is obscenely overpriced especially from what i'm hearing recently um it sounds like nothing but you know most countries there are doctors that make half of that still um you know in, in central asia and southern asia and yeah, it's it's so if you can make that or even double that, you know, or even half that, you know, for doing absolutely nothing, you can live without working forever. Um, but people are like, oh, my God, no, I need like 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars. No, this is the thing when people live the kind of a, a, an insular existence or they don't travel, you know, that understanding of what things realistically cost is just is just utterly oblivious. Right. Um, yeah, let me give you an example. So a hotel, four star hotel in, let's say, Pakistan or um, Kyrgyzstan or actually any Central Asian country could be in could be obtained per night for eight or nine euros, sometimes with breakfast. Right. And that's going through a booking agency like Booking.com or Hostel World or Airbnb or, you know, um, or Expedia. And they're often taking 20% at least. So actually, when you negotiate prices long term or you, you rent apartments in these countries, they cost absolutely nothing. You can rent places in Central Asia where I used to live, very comfortable places for £50 a month. That's about 70 US dollars, right, <laughs> per month. And then the food that's often, um, you know, available to you in the bazaars and the markets, this is all from people's gardens. You know, there's no pesticides, there's no spray on any of that stuff. So you're living this really beautiful existence where everything that you're consuming is fresh. You, your, your output in terms of your financial expenditure is next to nothing. Um, and that gives you the ability to sit down and think about what is truly happening on this planet and the direction that you need to go to ensure your own survival and your family's survival. Okay. So again, going back to what I said about time, it's simply not feasible and it will never be feasible no matter how hard working you are if you're working nine to five 
and irrespective of the family commitments, just your own personal upkeep and paying the bills and doing all these things only allows you a certain number of hours each day to research about these sorts of things, about Freemasonry and about, you know, how the financial system is completely rigged to ensure your your infinite uh, enslavement to, to the system that is, like I said, a derivative of all kinds of ritualistic practices, fraternities, sororities, um, you know, a brotherhood, for lack of a better term, if you like, of people that are born into a specific uh, class and group and 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 and, and practice uh, it, it's it's almost it's hereditary exploitation run by a niche and you know these are the things that take hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and weeks and months and years of research because you have to start somewhere and you know often most people like myself like us all of us at some point started at the bottom and we worked our way up and it becomes more and more complicated to the point where when we have objectively proven things to then explain that to someone that's on a lower rung of the ladder, not having any of the um, the context to understand it, to them it just seems, again, without using the word too often, conspiratorial, ludicrous madness, because they don't have the capacity to 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 contextualize it. And I always try and use the analogy when someone comes back and says, "Well, that must be crazy," you know, that's madness, and then they try and Google it, and oh, look, this is being fact checked, <laughs> some nonsense. Um, I always say to them, okay, so what do you do for a living? And they might say, oh, I'm a chemist. I say, well, I don't know anything about chemistry. Like, who am I to tell you the thing that, that your understanding of chemistry is wrong when I didn't have any understanding of chemistry? Politics is a subject, you know, the socialization of our world is a subject far more complex than any self-proclaimed science. And yet people seem to read a newspaper or take a history lesson when they're a child and think they have an understanding, a full understanding of how the world operates politically and socially speaking. And it's far more complex than any of the other subjects probably combined, given that the study of everything else is a niche within ourselves, whereas to study ourselves as human beings is the study of all that exists that's related to our existence, right? So it's obviously the most complex subject. So that's the thing. If you don't have time, you're never, ever going to wake up. I mean, I don't want to sound hypocritical in that respect or sorry, not hypocritical, um, hypocritical to an extent, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to sound demeaning. Um, you know, of course, you can be far, far more aware than most people. You know, it's a basis of environment and being fortunate enough to be surrounded by individuals, especially that... Uh, uh, that relate to truth or indeed to have a true understanding of yourself and have that strength within yourself to be able to challenge everything without a care of being slandered by those that are more willing to just conform to the normative approach, the standardized approach, the mass mob sheep rule, if you like. So, yeah, I think, again, I think time is the core of everything. And that's what this video is really about. And of course, on the video, if you haven't seen truths uh, before, I've got three episodes and essentially Every time I see images, I've been storing images uh, in my, um, you know, in my cloud for, for a very, very long time. I have thousands and thousands of images on Google Drive, on Dropbox, etc. And uh, and it's, it's such a waste I find to have these. And I, of course, plan on doing longer uh, documentaries and stuff in the future. This these videos are literally mainly to disperse all of these photos often randomly by the way because it's just again not feasible based on the number of time uh, the number of hours in the day to set everything out perfectly um the aim is just to overlay an audio track i.e what you're hearing now and then hopefully on the screen there'll be things that just make something click they won't necessarily be related perfectly to what i'm saying I, they won't be synced 
And they're just things that I hope will just make people question, okay, that's really, you know, quite strange. Why is it that when you type in COVID deaths on Google News, even to this day, you'll find uh, uh, with the word 300, you'll find that so many cases were 300 or 33 or 330 or 600 or 660, uh, because everything is numerological, you know, everything is numerological, everything is, 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 is a farce in essence, you know, there is no such thing as truthful data when it's coming from those that govern the world, um, immorally speaking. So, yeah, so if people find ways by which to give themselves more time um, without being sucked into the illusion that more money equates to more time, then you will, uh, then you will certainly uh, see the consequences, um, the positive effects, you know, live feed of your, of your progression. Um, I think really that's the key. And I guess uh, I'll end the video here, looking at the time. It's 19.53, so um, a 20-minute video will be great. And do feel free to check out Truths 1, 2, 3, and hopefully we'll have five soon. Thank you.